2: Welcome back. Hour number two of the broadcast. <laughs> Amused by checking out the text line here. If you'd like to join the conversation, the Ingalls Marcus talk line is 800-928-1110. 800 1110 The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. I told you we're going to talk about time. And we'll also talk about Streaming. We'll have some additional news about what's going on with Russia and Ukraine as well. But these subjects are of utmost importance to you. I'm sure you know by now, the Senate has approved a bill that would make daylight saving time permanent in the U.S. It's called the Sunshine Protection Act, ensuring Americans no longer have to change their clocks twice a year. Now, if the House approves this and President Joe Biden signs it, the law would go into effect next year. Advocates of the bill say the change would remove negative effects associated with the current daylight saving time structure, which can have a severe health impact. I'm very curious where you stand on this. I know there's been an effort for years to try to get rid of this thing to stop the going back and forth, just leave this in one place altogether. Charlotte Observer reporting on the impact potentially for Charlotte. And this would certainly apply to the upstate because we're all in the same time zone. This would lead to much more sunlight during the evening in the Charlotte area. There could be some downsides to this. As well now North Carolina has not passed any laws to permanently switch to daylight saving time hasn't happened yet the North Carolina House passed a bill last April adopting daylight saving time year-round it hasn't made its way through the Senate yet 18 states have passed laws like this but federal statutes have to be changed to allow the states to make the switch isn't this crazy I mean (laughs) This is another example of how they've got this entire thing backwards. But, don't mind me. With the current system, 174 days each year when the sun rises before 7 o'clock. 270 days when the sun sets after 6 o'clock. Now, if daylight saving time becomes permanent, there will be 152 days when the sun rises before 7 and would then set after 6 each day. What are the drawbacks to doing this? Now, permanent daylight saving time can actually lead to safer roads, lower crime rates, and economic benefits. As the author of this bill, Senator Marco Rubio, suggests, Later sunsets, earlier sunrises have potential drawbacks. Experts say more dark mornings could lead to grogginess for commuters and parents who drive their children to school, especially in the winter months. There's also potential disruptions to harvesting schedules for farmers. Interference with religious observances based on solar and lunar time. Didn't think about that one. A potential delay in reworking computer systems programmed to switch twice a year. I love those. I also love the way, don't you love the way your phone automatically just changes over? You don't have to do any work. I mean, I've got clocks. I didn't even bother. I'm, I'm sure you've done this too. There are, block, there are clocks I've not bothered to change at all. And now it's at the right time again. <laughs> so I don't have to touch it now because I left it a few months ago. So that's pretty entertaining. What do you think about this? Are you in support of this? What do you think? Let's get some thoughts from David here in Charlotte. Good morning, David. Good morning, David. Are you there? Calling once. Calling twice. Well, the sun sets upon David. So much for that idea. You're welcome to call back and weigh in on this subject if you would like to do so. Then another very important subject, near and dear to my heart, I'm not confessing anything, Variety reporting. Netflix is going to prompt subscribers to pay for users outside their households in a new test to address unauthorized password sharing. You people know who you are they're doing a little test run of this letting primary account holders pay an additional fee for users outside their households this is a new attempt by the company to address illicit password sharing not that anybody within the sound of my voice would ever do such a horrible thing According to the Netflix Terms of Service, a customer's account may not be shared with individuals beyond your household. After years of turning a blind eye to password sharing behavior that falls outside that requirement, the company last year ran a limited test, prompting users to enter their account credentials. This was a way to nudge freeloaders into paying for their own accounts. Now, in an upcoming test launching in three countries, Chile, Costa Rica and Peru, Netflix, will allow members who share their accounts with people outside their household to do so easily and securely, while also paying, as they describe it, a bit more. (laughs) A bit more. The new option will roll out in the next few weeks in those three countries and may or may not expand beyond those markets. That's going to be intriguing to see. By the way, I'm looking at these prices. What is this? It amounts to about $2.99 in U.S. dollars in Costa Rica. Netflix saying, we've always made it easy for people who live together to share their Netflix account with features like separate profiles, multiple streams, and our standard and premium plans. While these have been hugely popular, they've also created some confusion about when and how Netflix can be shared. As a result, accounts are being shared between households Impacting our ability to invest in great new TV and films for our members. In other words, we're losing money. <laughs> impacting our ability to invest, really? Get rid of the corporate speak. Now, with the add an extra member feature, members with Netflix standard and premium plans will be able to add subsidiary accounts for up to two people they don't live with, each with their own profile. Personalized recommendations, login and password for less than the cost of a separate Netflix plan. And I told you what that cost would be in Costa Rica, for instance. Two ninety nine. That's really not bad when you think about it. That's a minimal amount. I'm not making any confessions here. But as our family grows and our children are getting older, well, you know what happens. as with other tests the streamers conducted there's no guarantee the option to pay for non-household members will end up permanent this may not be a permanent part of the service yet it will be working to understand the utility of these two features for members in these three countries before making changes anywhere else in the world so we'll watch this this little experiment that's going on and see where it goes Anybody wanna make a confession about this behavior? Call in or text in. I wanna know what you're doing on this. Are you sharing your access? Hmm. Stay with us.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.
2: Wow, lots of responses on this Daylight Saving Time thing. Let's see, we begin here. Well, where do we begin? This person's saying, who cares about Daylight Saving? Our southern borders have cartel wars going on. Our country is collapsing. Can we just focus on one thing at a time? I'm just curious. Are we that... I don't know, narrow in our focus that we just need to focus on. And frankly, I'm just asking you, what the heck are we going to do about our borders when we've got a president who doesn't want to do anything about our borders? And a Congress that doesn't want to do anything about our borders. A good number of Republicans that don't want to do anything about our borders. So you want to just keep talking about it and beat a drum on this two hours a day? I'm not doing that. Just curious. Just curious. As to whether that's what you're looking for, you're going to be disappointed. Vince, all for getting rid of stupid daylight saving. This time of year, there are more car wrecks. Personally, it wears me out. (laughs) Uh, Let's see what else we have here. (laughs) I was comparing the upstate and saying, hey, we're all in the time zone together with the upstate here in Charlotte. No, you're wrong, Vince. Upstate follows moonshine time. (laughs) What is that exactly? Can you tell me how different that is from eastern time? Moonshine time. I guess that's my new takeaway from the show today. I've learned something. All right. Permanent daylight savings time. Idiocy, among other things. The sundial becomes obsolete. Farmers already work from dawn until dark. It won't change the farmer's work schedule at all. Another person says, split the difference by 30 minutes. How do I know when to put new batteries in my smoke detectors? <laughs> yeah, that's one of those things that they always say, hey, it's the perfect time to change the battery in your smoke detector. Okay. Jim out of easily saying, The human body adjusts itself to the cycle of the sun rising and the sun setting. I am all for this. Adam and Eve had eternal life until the fall. That's when time began. They didn't have clocks to change. Leave time alone. <laughs> okay. On the sharing of Netflix, this texture says, Vince, me and a few friends share Hulu Premium my closest friend lives in Oregon oh boy they gonna come after you seeing those IP addresses coming after you the rise fires carbon monoxide issues will go up you think so Vince that's the way people have been trained to change the batteries how will that stupid rabbit make money you will finally have to stop going That's from Tim. (laughs) Okay. Vince, I'm not in favor of this. I leave my house 3.15 a.m. to be at work at 3.45. My job is driving, so now I'm driving an hour longer in the dark, which is harder on the eyes. makes you sleepier than daylight driving. I also have a more difficult time going to bed early. I now go to bed an hour later because I can't sleep in the light. I think they should leave it the hell alone. Okay, all righty on the sharing of streaming services I wonder how the plan affects me now when I go on vacation with smart TVs and hotels cabins resorts I log into my account during my stay. I log out before leaving Sean raises that question out of Liberty how I guess How do you track this down? I guess they go by patterns if they see on a regular basis IP addresses accessed that's probably their tip-off I'm just wondering just wondering share my Netflix password no way Vince I pay for that okay there are people very adamant about this Vince Netflix is a big greedy evil company Netflix should be free period just like healthcare college and food stamps (laughs) Biden needs to lay down the law on Netflix okay another person affected by the time change try going to bed at 530 in the afternoon it stinks yeah another person so let's praise Congress for daylight saving time yippee All right that is just a picture of some of the responses on this particular subject boy there's a day in history that I'm gonna to get to and this does not involve our good friend Lonzo but we'll definitely get to this because this is really important stuff because I'm sure it's been part of discussions I know it's been part of discussions for me on this subject of slavery and debates we often have related to issues of our past we will talk about that coming up by now I'm sure you've also heard about Jesse Smollett he's been ordered released from jail after serving less than a week of a five-month sentence pending appeal Daily Wire reporting the convicted felon Jesse Smollett ordered to be released from jail pending appeal of his 150-day sentence that went into effect last week for staging a hate crime hoax against himself and lying to law enforcement about it. Well, maybe while he's free, he can file a class-action lawsuit against himself. I don't know. Just kidding. The one-page order issued by the Illinois Appellate Court... Stated that Smollett was to be released from the Cook County Jail after signing a $150,000 recognizance bond. This would not require him to post any money. Zero. The only explanation in the order was that Smollett has never been convicted of a violent offense and would have completed his sentence of incarceration well before his appeal is decided. As you know, he was sentenced a week ago today to 150 days in jail followed by 30 months on probation in order to pay $120,000 in restitution, $25,000 in fines during his sentencing. As you know the story, he claimed he was attacked by two men in Chicago at 2 in the morning. He was out to get a Subway sandwich, allegedly. And he was attacked, allegedly, by these men who made racist and homophobic slurs wrapped a rope around his neck, poured an unknown substance on him, and yelled, this is MAGA country. (laughs) This whole story. goodness. Mm -mm -mm. As you know, video helped to blow this particular case up. We found out what the truth was. What do you think about this? Do you think Jesse Smollett is getting special treatment here? Just because he's Jesse Smollett, would the same thing happen to you under this circumstance? Very, very curious. Coming up, we'll talk a little bit about history and slavery. Something you really need to know. Stay with us. On the Jesse Smollett story, Jesse Smollett getting out of jail. Perfect example of white privilege. (laughs) Gosh. Another person. Wow, most felons wait for appeals in jail. Must be that white privilege. Okay, so if you're a movie star, you break the law, get convicted, you can get out just because you're famous. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? Tim, 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 what am I going to do with you? Maybe I can get a gig with Subway as a spokesman. He will go to the end of his rope for a Subway sub. Tim, 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 what are we going to do with you? Should be ashamed of yourself. Celebrity privilege. Any other privilege? James raises that issue out of Denver, North Carolina, also saying happy St. Patty's Day. I stand with Juicy (laughs) Smollett. You know that was borrowed from. I stand with Ukraine. I stand with BLM. I stand with LGBTQIA. I stand with whatever the TV box tells me to. I'm an American consumer. Useless eater. Feed me TikToks. Yeah. Just a sampling. <laughs> I love this. Jesse should be worried his attacker is out of jail. <laughs> that is so terrible. You know, he's never going to live that down. Never, ever, ever. That's forever going to be with him. I still it still blows my mind to see this guy blow up like he did in the courtroom you know the the person he should be the most angry at as is himself <laughs> himself but he's blaming everybody else again a little factoid from history this is actually about yesterday my good friend Ken Raymond posted this on social media. Uh, This is a very important piece of information because I don't know how many times I hear people say the Constitution promotes slavery. It does not. It's nowhere in there. This is a realization that even Frederick Douglass came to back in 1849. And I say even Frederick Douglass because he's a former slave. And he knew better. Here's what Ken Raymond posted. Referring to yesterday, March 16, 1849, Frederick Douglass announced he changed his position about the U.S. Constitution in a column published in the North Star entitled, The Constitution and Slavery. Like most abolitionists, Douglass believed the U.S. Constitution supported slavery. But after he studied it for himself, that's the key thing concluded the Constitution was really an anti-slavery document. Many agree with him, but others did not. In this column, Douglas wrote this, The Constitution of the United States standing alone and construed only in the light of its letter, without reference to the opinions of the men who framed and adopted it, or to the uniform, universal, and undeviating practice of the nation under it, from the time of its adoption until now, is not a pro-slavery instrument. And again, this is from a man who's a former slave and a man who dared to take the time to read the document for himself, to actually read what it says, not what other people say about it, but to read what it says. so i think that's pretty awesome it's a very important reminder because you've got all kinds of people today who are trying to teach some alternative version of history you know it's passed off somehow as being history but it's really not history what it is is propaganda One final note, and I want to end on a positive note. One of the things, do you remember some weeks ago when I prayed for Russian soldiers that they would basically turn on Vladimir Putin? Not so much to turn on him in violence, but to basically abandon his cause. UK Daily Mail has an interesting story. Russian soldiers warned Putin, we'll rise against you after they were made to carry out terrorist at- attacks In Ukraine, and label Maripol hospital bombing a perverse neo-Nazism. These captured Russian soldiers have warned Vladimir Putin, we're going to rise against you. Their claim is they were made to carry out terror acts against the population in Ukraine. Three Air Force pilots speaking to CNN warned the Russian strongmen, you will not hide this for long, because many troops share the same feelings, and sooner or later, we will come home. They laid the blame at the feet of Russian commanders for horrifying crimes against peaceful Ukrainian civilians, and warned, you cannot forgive such things. I don't know. What can justify F? The tears of a child, or even worse, the deaths of innocent people, children, saying one Russian fighter pilot. It's not just about demilitarizing Ukraine or the defeat of the armed forces of Ukraine, but now cities of peaceful civilians are being destroyed. These claims echo statements made by several Russian soldiers following their capture at the hands of Ukrainian forces and observers have raised concerns the servicemen are being pressured to denounce Moscow. CNN reported the three pilots appeared not to be speaking under duress. They were not wearing handcuffs. Ukrainian officials made no efforts to direct the topic of the interview. I'm convinced there are thousands of these soldiers who do not want any part of this. And I still pray that they will refuse to participate in this atrocity. Stay with us. Final stretch of the Vince Coakley radio program on this Thursday. It's time for us to take a look at the day in history. We've got all of nine whopping questions for Lonzo, who I'm sure will be absolutely thrilled.
3: Hey, man, you can't, you can't damper my mood with, with nine questions. I got this.
2: Okay. Actually, it's not a bad list. It begins in 461, just considering what day this is. This person recognized as a saint passed away.
3: St. Patrick.
2: Yay! <laughs> Boy, there's a shocker. Um, related question, 1762. The first parade of its type held in New York City by Irish soldiers serving the British Army.
3: Um, um, St. Patrick's <laughs> Day parade.
2: <laughs> there you go. 1905. Very important wedding took place. This uh, this future president married his fifth cousin. He would later become president in the 30s.
3: All right, so it wasn't Elvis Presley or Jerry Lee Lewis.
2: <laughs>
3: um, um, is, uh, Roosevelt.
2: You're absolutely right. FDR married Eleanor Roosevelt, his fifth cousin, 1905 is when that happened.
3: You know, five,
2: three, one, whatever. <laughs> yeah, don't bring that number down anymore. 1966, a U.S. submarine located a missing bomb of this type in the Mediterranean. What kind of bomb is it? Oh, um, um hydrogen. Hydrogen. i wow, that's really good, man. Finally, I
3: got one of those right.
2: You're batting a thousand already. Pretty impressive. Ha 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 let's keep it going here 1969 Golda Meir became the first elected prime minister of this country
3: Uh, South Africa
2: oh no it's actually Israel I'd see I knew the name Israel 1990 This was kind of funny in the context of what is going on right now. uh, This particular country told Lithuania, come back, come back. And Lithuania told them, go pound sand. This was 1990. Keep that date in mind.
3: USSR.
2: You're absolutely right. The Soviets wanted them back. Lithuania, not so much. I think we're fine. 2000, 2000, this woman cashed a $20 million check for Erin Brockovich. This was a record for an actress. $20 million. Oh, and, uh,
3: Who was the Julia actress in that?
2: Julia Roberts is correct.
3: Unfortunately, I had to get there by remembering her brother's name, but I got there.
2: Okay, no problem at her all. Brother
3: Eric Roberts.
2: Yep. 2020, at least 33 states closed K 12 grade schools over the fear of what?
3: COVID 19.
2: COVID 19 is absolutely correct. And that's a look at our day in history. And there's only one. You only bombed out on one. It was not the one about the bomb either. That's pretty good. As you know, you've probably heard that I have really gotten into watching these MMA fights. This has been really cool. But I was also really struck by a really sad story I came across. I believe this guy's name is Christian Labinga. 27-year-old guy passed away in the hospital after his very first MMA fight. This father and mixed martial artist died after his amateur debut at a fight league event. This was March 12th. In Springfield Massachusetts he lost the match in the third round by TKO delivered by his opponent Cody McCracken after the match taken to the hospital and unfortunately he passed away which has shocked everybody Uh, Lonzo what in the world happened here
3: well you know the thing is it's combat sports it used to be called blood sport and there's a reason why yeah someone is punching someone in the face I mean, that hurts if you've ever been punched in the face. Rear naked chokes can do damage. I mean, there's a lot of things. And there's a reason why it's regulated and everything. And even still, there's going to be these things happen, unfortunately.
2: Ah, This, wow. When I saw this, I thought, this is just sobering. Absolutely. A 27-year-old, uh, seemingly vibrant guy. And just like that, he is gone. Uh, away from his family, everything. Just uh Uh, do you think there's going to be calls for you know some sort of uh, I don't know additional regulation anything like that well the one
3: thing my understanding is that regulations vary from state to state there's not a national um, way of looking at things that every state has different laws so I I think and I hate to say it but one way to do that is to regulate it across the board Right. And that could help.
2: Yeah, I hear you. Uh totally uh different sport altogether. Some would call it a non-sport. You had the opportunity to talk to the big show, is that correct? Yeah, Paul White,
3: uh, South Carolina's own. He was uh born in Aiken. South okay. Carolina. Yeah, so just finished an interview with him which will be up Monday on our sister station, ESPN Upstate. Dude is awesome. That's all I got to say. He is awesome.
2: Yeah, that is pretty cool uh, to have that opportunity and uh, and to hear about the South Carolina connection as well.
3: Yeah, they're coming to Columbia in a couple of weeks, and I'll be there. Is this the kind of interview you would love to? You ask them one question, and I'll talk for ten minutes, and it's oh, entertaining excellent. the entire time. Yeah,
2: that is really good stuff. Really good stuff. So something to look forward to. Interview with the big show. Which, of course, he's not going by that anymore, right?
3: Uh, He's going by Paul White. I will tell you that his head filled out the whole screen. Take that however you want.
2: Yeah, I, I got you on that. I'm not surprised in the least. Very, very big guy. That's all the time we have. Thanks a lot for joining us in the broadcast today. Have yourselves a great rest of your day, and God bless you. Adios.